From the vibrant soul of Sherrianna Boyle comes Just Ask Spirit, a show that reflects Sherrianna's passion to get this world feeling again. Her belief, emotions are the gateway to the soul. Sherrianna and her guest lineup of authors, healers, educators, and visionaries cover a variety of topics related to mental health and spirituality. Each week, Sherrianna and her team of experts share remarkable insights about life, spirit, manifesting, and more. Welcome to Just Ask Spirit. I'm Sherrianna. I'm your host. I'm also an author. I have many books out there. The latest is called Emotional Detox Now. I'm also a spiritual coach and uh, lots of other really great stuff. <laughs> and today I have a special guest here. I'm so excited. Uh, Michelle Welch, welcome to Just Ask Spirit. Thank you for having me. You're so welcome. And audience, let me tell you, you're in for a treat. We're going to be having a conversation around Michelle's latest book, which is called Spirits Unveiled, a fresh perspective on angels, guides, ghosts, and more. Yeah. So just to give you a little background about Michelle, and is she is the owner and operator of Soultopia. I love that Soultopia metaphysical stores. And we were just having a conversation about her stores. There's three of them. Prop, I'm, I'm forecasting maybe more in the future, right, Michelle? <laughs> and where she provides intuitive readings, healing sessions, in addition to teaching classes on crystals, tarot, energy work, and intuition. Um, and once again, um, Michelle's also an attorney, by the way. Good, good to have, right, Michelle? And again, the latest book of hers is called Spirits Unveiled, A Fresh Perspective on Angels, Guides, Ghosts, and More. Where to begin with, with this? This is there's a lot here, Michelle. I was just looking at your book going, oh my gosh, there is so much to talk about here. And I thought that we could just kind of begin with a bare bones of you, you talk about spirits. The show is called Just Ask Spirit. So we've got a singular plural thing going on here. And I like to bring some clarity around that. Do you see a difference between spirit and spirits? Yes, as, as you defined it, and as we are using it in that context, I probably would. Uh, okay. Someone, a reader was in earlier giving me a little energy work, uh, and uh, she was saying somebody had talked to her about, isn't it interesting how spirit works that way? And mm -hmm. when she, and I almost said, because I asked a lot of questions, I was like, which spirit? And, but I knew, and I didn't want to be, you know, cheeky that way with her, but, uh, and she's a friend of mine, so she would have been fine with it. But in that context of spirit in the singular, most people, I would presume, if I was going to assume or presume, I would think they're talking about spirit being the, uh, the, the, the overall collective being, maybe the collective, the, the higher self or that of source, um, higher self, and maybe that we're connected to and we're connected to source, potentially. I, I can't speak for people, but maybe that's what they're, they're speaking of. When I'm speaking of spirits, I'm speaking of every kind of being in my book. I believe, and then some people will say that's not true. They'll even say, and I'm jumping ahead a little bit, but they'll that's say- fine. Yeah. Somebody say the other day, and they're a friend of mine, um, they said ghosts are not spirits. And I take issue with that. It's fine. Doesn't We don't have to agree on everything. But I believe ghosts are, are just a different type of spirit. Uh, and they, they can be spirits. It's just a semantics in a way. But so, yeah, I would say spirit in the singular sense might be when someone says, says spirit gave me a message for you. They're most of the time, probably talking to about source, I would assume. But I can okay. be. I can okay. Be. Yeah. Okay. But you, but in your experience, Michelle, um, you see that there's many kinds of spirit, and including ghosts. You've got in your in your new book. You talk about angels. You talk about guides. You talk about ghosts. Um, there's so much in this book folks. I mean, you talk about uh, protection. So I just wanted to kind of get some clarity of what you believe, you know, because you, you certainly have such a strong background in this. Um, how did this came, came to be? I mean, how did you get to the point where you're doing all this spiritual readings and having these metaphysical stores? 
it was it was quite the journey and the journey really involved me seeing and and hearing and knowing and interacting with spirits from a very young age and i really tried to lose that that phrase that kind of that cliche as a young child i <laughs> and i really didn't i really fought against yeah. putting that in any kind of bio because it's like why do i have to be like other people you know why do i have to put that as a as a child, I but the truth of the matter was it it has been since I was mm-hmm. a child, and I would see spirits. And at the time, I was very frightened of the spirits I would see. I was mm-hmm. frightened of because of of the the box that kind of I was in, and and not to knock my parents or or any of that, but just the way they were presented to me and and the way it was taught to me. Certain spirits I was a very afraid of. And I'd see things and I would see them in a way that I believe I was told this is how you're going to see them and this is what they mean. And then as I've grown and I've expanded that box a little bit and I've loosened those, you know, expectations of what I'm going to see, then I see them a little bit differently. So how it, the, to answer your question, how the journey really began and how it was, it's, it was that cliche from a young age. And why I think that is, is I do agree that children don't have, you know, they're not limited. We're not limited. Uh, we, I think spirits, uh, they're the biggest place for spirit guides or for spirits in general, their playground uh, so to speak, is there is a ch- child's imagination. And we kind of take that away. So a lot of people of us will go, well, am I just imagining this? Um, even when we give a message to someone, we'll think, oh, am I just making this up? Well, maybe we are in a way, and, and it's our imagination. But that's not such a bad thing because spirit potentially gives us our imagination. Maybe we're given our imagination and we're told that that's wrong, that we're making something up when we're using our imagination. So, so in the book, you mentioned dimensions. I feel like we could pull that in just again to bring a little bit of foundation here to this conversation. So when you, well, first of all, why don't you define what dimensions are? Because you say that the spirits come from another dimension, correct? Correct. Um, I kind of, again, on this one, I kind of... I kind of explore, okay, okay. Uh, explore a little bit. And I and I do have what I think, but I, I want to preface this with, I yes, I have a lot of experience and yes, I've taught a lot of people, but at the same time, I change and I grow also. And I am not set to say, this is how it is and I'm right and I know everything because I might change by the time I write and I'm writing another book right now. And so does that mean that I was wrong? No, things evolve and my I may change and I may grow to where I see things differently. Dimensions and planes, I'm sorry, did I? Well, I was just going to say to me when I hear you say that, because I, I completely agree and I wanted to pull the audience in on this as well, that I find my greatest work is when I enter really feeling like I know nothing. Right. And that I think that's some of what you're pulling out here is um, if I go in with, I know, and I have the answers, um, I, it's like you block spirit that way. Would you agree? Totally. Yeah. And, on, and sometimes I'll start writing and I don't know about you or start going go on a podcast you know, and I'll think, okay, you know, I've got this. And then the more, sometimes I think that I know, the more I realize I don't know. Exactly. Uh, the more I start, you know, and the more I can learn from you, or I can learn from someone I'm supposed not that I'm teaching you, but let's say I'm in a class, I can learn from a, a someone who I'm on a podcast and I'm on their show. I'm learning from them. And I'm like, oh wow, that's so interesting. No wonder they have this great podcast. Or I'm teaching class and I'm supposedly telling somebody, and then they say something, and I'm like, oh wow, I've never even thought about that before. And so I that's why I think it's so beautiful how we learn from each other. And to me, that's what a good not that I'm so great, but a good teacher, a good learner does. Yes. Good, yes. You know how they say you, the teachers learn from the student, the student learns from the teacher. Yeah. It's true. And if we don't, yes, then that's, that's when I think maybe I should stop writing and, you know, I, I might need to take a little break. 
right? It's, it's so true. And I mean, this is, this is ancient wisdom as this has been said before, right. That we enter oh, yeah. through, through beginner's eyes. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and so I just wanted to pull it in because I, I know sometimes it can make it sound like, well, do they really know what they're talking about? But the real, the reality is the, the, the more you enter in that space, feeling like, you know, nothing, actually your channelings grow stronger, right? Your connection is stronger when when you enter in that space. But did you have something to say before you define dimensions? Well, and well, you know, you saying that uh, just to play off of that a little bit. It's it's interesting when when people. I'm with a lot of people. I signed some books um, in D.C. Some uh, we went with the American Library Association, which was fascinating to be in D.C. this this past weekend. Yeah, it was an interesting weekend to be in D.C. And it was a great, yes. a great group of people um, at the this library association. So with my publisher, I was there, and there were three other authors. And a lot of times, what I find myself doing is I find myself just being really quiet, and mm-hmm. that people will be talking about something that. I do know quite a bit about let's, let's yes. just maybe use crystals. For example, I know yeah. quite a bit about crystals, but they'll say something about, oh, you know, I could send you a book on that. I'll be like, Oh yeah, I would love that. You know, and maybe it's like something I learned 20 years ago or something. And I'll be, but I'll still, I still will. And my husband will say, why didn't you say, and I'm like, because I, first of all, I don't want to sound like a know-it-all. And second of all, <laughs> I, I can learn, you know, I don't have to be that person who sounds like I know everything in the room, but as far as dimensions, uh, yes. what I did in the book is I started thinking about it because a lot of people talk about dimensions, planes, and realms, and they com- they mix those words up a lot. So in the direct, in the introduction, I do talk a little bit about, think about, uh, dimensions as being like 3D, like a table, you know, what, what's the dimension? And then like um, the, and the plane, there's different planes. I won't go into all the boring part of it, but sure. like realms is where you live, where you reside. But what it came to for me, if how you really connect with spirits is the frequency. Okay. So everything moves, everything vibrates, right? We know that. And that was kind of yes. my first book, Magic of Connection. Everything, energy is always moving. It's always vibrating. We know that. That's um, pretty cool how quantum physics, science, that fringe, that fringe science is now connecting with the fringe spirituality of metaphysics. They're coming yes. closer and closer together, which is really cool. And yeah. so it all really came more down to frequency than it did where someone resides, what realm they're in, okay, yes. or what dimension. Um, so I, I could really get hung up on that because, you know, sure. I could. But yeah. to me, I talked a lot about frequency. What's the frequency? And if we can adjust our frequency yes. to that spirit, then we can connect more yes. easily. And I see that you provide information on frequency in your book. You you provide information on the different levels of frequency through sound, right? That and how we can reach those frequencies through sound, right? Wow. Um, vibration, increase your vibration. So if you're listening, she provides all sorts of ways that you can um, do that quite easily, right? So so that you can connect to the spiritual realm. Right. And, and so, um, in terms of, well, let's link this into the show is about spirituality. It's about spirit and it's also about mental health. And so I, I believe you can't separate the two. I've said that before. My listeners know that that's what I believe. I also have great concerns that a lot of the mental health concerns that we're seeing out there are children and adults walking around that don't know what's happening to them. They're, they're picking up on energy, right? They don't know what to do with it. Nobody's really taught them. People are a little afraid of the spiritual world. And I'm hoping to calm everybody down a little bit (laughs) in terms of, right. People get worried about going to woo woo right? Am I losing religion? Am I, you know, and understandably, and that's why we have the show to help people kind of sort of soar through all of that. Um, what are your thoughts about in terms of mental health, Michelle, and the spirit world? So I have a lot of thoughts. So first of all, thank you for your work. Um, because if you read in the gratitude section of my book, uh, Mm -hmm. 
Uh, oh, I did not see that. Okay. Actually, well, I'm going to let you read it because I, I, I if you would, because I would okay. at the bottom, actually, it's at the top, it's on page, it's Roman numeral. So it says gratitude. That's my acknowledgments. Yeah. It's the second page, and it's under the doctor who saved my life. Uh, actually, you can start with you. Are, you got a lot of acknowledgments here. <laughs> you <laughs> definitely all of them, just the Judy Hagan. <laughs> And okay, Judy Hagen. Okay. That, do, do the doctor who saved my life. Okay. So everyone, I'm reading from Spirits Unveiled, a fresh perspective on angels, guides, ghosts, and more. Okay. I want to cry and I haven't even read it yet. Like I'm already getting teary. I feel this the energy. Dead. I'll cry if I read it. I, I'm already feeling it. Okay. So the doctor who saved my life, this is in the gratitude acknowledgments. Thank you so much for convincing me to live. Oh boy. After batteries of tests, you saw me, told me I was not of this world and prevented me from receiving shock therapy. I have had a lot of rough, I don't know why I'm crying. I'm crying. <laughs> rough experience throughout times as a psychic, but thankfully you saw the truth of my pain. I'm crying because, you know, I have very psychic children and they all have, you know, they're all doing amazing, but I know it's been very tough on them. Right. So I'm going to read this again without crying. Everyone. Thank you so much for convincing me to live after batteries of tests. You saw me told me I was not of this world and prevented me from receiving shock therapy. Wow. I have had a lot of rough experiences throughout times as a psychic, but thankfully you saw the truth of my pain. That's amazing. I have the chills. And I, I do go um, a little bit in the book uh, because each section talks about, as you said, there's the protecting, but each yeah. time it starts with identifying. So there's a little story. They're not all mine. Yeah. Um, some of them are. And I toyed and thank you for bringing it up because I, I even as recently as like last week said to my husband, oh, did I do the right thing? Did I do the right thing? I mean, I, it's so hard to make yourself vulnerable. And yeah. I'm very open with, um, that was when I was in my thirties and I'm quite older than that now. And, um, yeah. and I had, you know, a rough time and I tell some, even some funny experiences I had when I checked myself into um, a hospital for depression and for serious depression. And, you know, my parents didn't know what they were, what they were doing. They didn't know about impasse. They didn't know about psychics, they, whatever words you want to put on it. And, and, and it did go more than being an empath uh, for me. And, uh, you know, so it's not their fault. There's no fault here. It's just that, you know, your children have someone who can help them understand what they're dealing with. My parents, you know, I literally, I, uh, I have I had allergies down here in Texas and to the, you know, pollen and stuff in the air. And I remember I said, don't give me vitamin C because, and I'm being very serious. There was a doctor who told them to give me orange juice. So I had drank a lot of orange juice growing up because supposedly that was going to help me with the spirits I saw and the things that I saw. And, and, it, and as far as addressing, and so I'm very big advocate for um, mental health too. I've served on a lot of boards here in Dallas while I was, uh, you know, actively pra practicing as an attorney, I was, you know, in that kind of realm and a lot on a lot of boards and things like that. And so, but the one uh, b besides women's shelters, um, the one which ties into mental health, obviously too, um, abuse and things like that, the mental health is, is near and dear to me. And so I'm so happy that you brought it up and thank you for reading it because I would have cried. And, um, <laughs> yes, but, and so they don't think it's yeah. too um, yeah. Let me say this. Um, you know, I was a lawyer by 24. Uh, I, I pursue excellence in most everything I do. I'm very hard on myself. You don't need to be that way to prove that you're a credible, normal person, whatever that means. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and I don't think we have to do that. Uh, I was raised in an extremely religious family and I love my family. Uh, it's just that I was, I see things a little spiritually different. Many people who come to me from read for readings, I'm in the Bible belt, um, come to me from churches, I come from different, diff, all different faiths. And it, it doesn't have to be so woo woo that you're like, oh, this is just, yeah. and I don't want to use an inappropriate word here, you know, like, yeah, I hear what you're saying. And, and you know, yeah. yeah. And so it doesn't make you 
the, the, the depression I suffered and I do have, I do still struggle with some depression really was, I might've had that anyway. I don't know. It's right. just that I wasn't given a lot of guidance because I, and, and I was told much of what I was doing was wrong. And so that's where that came from, just to just to address it. And I don't think there needs to be a lot of fear around it. Yes. Uh, Amen. Because, and and, I'll, and I'll, to be honest with you, going back to the 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 quantum physics physicists and quantum mechanics now that are validating many things we say about parallel universes and multiverses and things like yes. that. And yes. they're you know they're scientists, and so it's all kind of coming together now. But back then, it was like. Ooh, what's wrong with her? And right. so, but yet I was very accomplished in many things that I did. Yeah. And I love the way you focus on the frequency. I do. I love the way that you, you pull that out, you extract that because I, I do believe that you can get yourself in some hot water, right? So if you don't elevate your own frequency, right? If you don't focus on that, you could get yourself into situations. I'm just going to say it, Michelle, that are not safe. Would you agree? A hundred percent. I would agree. Absolutely. And I think people need to hear that, right? I I think, you know, because we can be so quick to fall into these things Mm -hmm. and even our children and they're not prepared, right? They have, you have to be prepared. Do you want to speak more on that? (laughs) <laughs> I would. Yeah, I would like to. Uh, I and I say in the book, you know, don't assume that because people are like, well, we don't want to scare people. And I've had, you know, I was on a show the other day and I'm like, OK, we don't. But we want to prepare people yes. and at the level at which they're ready to be prepared. Yes. And you're in this cosmic dance with there are spirits all around us. That's a fact. I see them. I know they're around us. So people can pretend like they're not. They are. Okay, so they're different and they're at different frequencies, vibrations, whatever word you want to use. They're vibrating at different frequencies. Okay, and so here's the thing that I think about. We have laws which then turn into ethical codes that like as a lawyer, I'll have an ethical code as readers. uh, We have, you know, as doctors, whatever, you know, mental health professionals will have ethical creeds. Right. Mm -hmm. But at but personally, we have moral compasses. Now, a fairy, which in the United States, we might not, and in Michigan, they believe in, in I, you didn't say you're from Michigan, but in Michigan, they do believe a lot in fairies, I've been told recently. But okay. other countries, they believe very much in fairies. I talk about it in my book. Um, they spent millions of dollars to reroute a motorway around a hawthorn bush. Okay, so because... So it's Americans that don't believe in elementals as much. But Mm -hmm. my point being this, um, so the Wales, Scotland, uh, New Zealand, uh, you know, they believe in in fairies, Australia, even um, different kinds of elementals. But they may not play on our same level of our same moral compass. Okay, they may be little tricksters. They may not have our same code of ethics. And so we, so we're dealing with something and I'm taking something fairly palatable that we're talking about sure. fairies, right? Um, yeah. If you're going to deal with a fairy, you need to know that a fairy may not use your same laws. They may not play by your same set of rules. <laughs> yeah, we expect them to play by our same. So why did my necklace get moved? It's shiny. Um, I had this necklace that was kind of nice and it got moved. And so people might like, Oh, please. It's not a fairy. Michelle, you lost it. I, I really think maybe a little fairy kind of moved it, like play a little trick. <laughs> <laughs> right? And um, I would keep up with that, right? Um, so, how can we get up on the fairies? But yeah. let's just say. Um, yeah. So, they would think there's nothing wrong if I want to take this and I want to wear this for a while. Gotcha. The point being, they have different codes of ethics and it all the way from social mores ethics to their own personal moral compasses. And why should we think ours the one ours are the ones that should govern them? Interesting. And, and hmm. so here we are humans and we think that's what should govern of every other being. Who says? Who so says hmm. something else? That's when we get to your point. Are we sure we want to be in a cosmic dance 
in this cosmic universe spiraling around because it's not linear that we're in. Right. Do we want to tangle and be in the dance with something that may have a very different moral compass than the moment that we have? Ah, that's a good point. Very good point. And that's why talking to someone like you um, can really help, right? And, and someone, if, if you're raising a child out there or you have, you know, an adult, you know, get them support. Absolutely get them support. Somebody who can help them and understand. Um, we have to take a quick break. We're going to be right back after the break. More from Michelle. And if you're just joining, she's the author of Spirits Unveiled, a fresh perspective on angels, guides, ghosts, and more. We'll be right back. Are you looking for a simple way to stay in shape and care for your emotions? Well, look no further. It's Sherrianna here. And I want you to know I have been teaching yoga for over 20 years. My style might be a little different. I include a little bit of cardio, yoga, breath work, and of course, you're going to hear my emotional detox teaching sprinkled in. People describe my classes as therapy. <laughs> so zoom in and practice yoga with me live on Tuesdays at 930 Eastern or Thursdays, noontime Eastern, where you can take it on demand as I record everything. Go to sherryannaboyle.com, click explore memberships to learn more. From the vibrant soul of Sherrianna Boyle comes Just Ask Spirit on Dream Vision 7 Radio Network every Monday at 10 a.m. and 10 p.m. Eastern Time. Just Ask Spirit is a show that reflects Sherrianna's passion to get this world feeling again. Her belief, emotions are the gateway to the soul. Sherrianna and her lineup of best-selling authors, healers, and visionaries cover a variety of topics related to mental health and spirituality. Don't miss Sherrianna's remarkable insights from the divine at the end of every show. Looking for a fun and relaxing getaway? Omega Rest and Rejuvenation Retreats are a great way to unwind and renew your spirit. Sit and read in the garden, explore the woodland trails, or try a daily yoga or meditation class. You can stretch your body, quiet your mind, and do as much or as little as you choose. Located in Rhinebeck, New York, just 90 miles north of New York City, Omega's natural environment and quiet pace allow for extraordinary experiences to unfold. Learn more at eomega.org or call 800-944-1001. When we think of a detox, we usually think of it as a physical experience. But what about a mind-emotional detox? With Sherrianna Boyle's new book, Emotional Detox Now, you get just that. Inside, you will find 135 of Sherrianna's signature cleanses laid out for you. In just five minutes a day, you can enjoy the soothing benefits of an emotional detox. Imagine feeling centered, calm, and free. With an emotional detox now, you can. Grab your book today at your favorite bookstore or go to sherriannaboyle.com. This is Dream Vision 7 Radio Network, uniting mankind with universal love. Our shows are created from the heart, bringing each listener to a place of divine enlightenment. Breathe, relax, and enjoy. Let life flow. Welcome back to Just Ask Spirit. I am speaking with Michelle, who is the author of Spirits Unveiled, A Fresh Perspective on Angel's Guides, Ghosts, and more. So before the break, we were talking about it's important to get support. It's important to... It, it's important for people to talk to someone who can really relate to what they're going through. So if you're someone who sees things, feels things spirit wise, um, get support because it can affect your mental health, right? Um, Michelle and I were just talking about that. Let's talk in this segment a little bit about protection, because I found this interesting and it's kind of piggybacks off what you were just saying. Um, you were talking about archangels here, right? And you make a distinction between fallen angels and archangels in your book, right? You talk about, we can, we can define that in a moment. You say, well, Archangel Michael, who I love, by the way, is typically thought of as one of the good guys. It all depends on your point of view. 
So whether or not you are on the receiving end of his sword, if you've ever seen Archangel Michael, everyone carries that big sword. This is true of all angels at every level, and we should not be quick to judge whether their actions are good, bad, positive, negative, light, or dark. Um, it is um, it is safe to assume that ultimately angels are here to serve the highest good overall, you know, with the exception of fallen angels. Can you talk about that? Because I, I feel like that's something people don't talk about enough. So what is the difference? Yeah. So thank, you. thank you, first of all, because that this was a, a topic of discussion of whether or not this would go in the book of, of how people would, would they be offended by this or not? And I thought, well, it's real. I mean, this is, this is something that to me was, is when every, the major religions, okay. When I say major, I don't mean they're the most important, but the ones that have the most populous, okay. Mm -hmm. uh, the four majors, maybe five. Uh, the one thing they can agree on is that, is that there are angels. Now, That's they right. may not agree that, and I, I know you know this, but they may not agree that they do the same thing or the, the, the ones, um, you know, uh, Gabriel may be bring a different message to Muhammad than, than Gabriel so brought to mother Mary. Right. Uh, so that might be a, a different, but still it's, it's Gabriel. Um, and so, and they still believe they're angels. Correct. So, yes. uh, you know, so this is something that they, that major religions will agree upon and Michael being one of the major, uh, four, probably uh, angels, sometimes five, that these major religions of populace will agree upon. So the, the issue then comes in when Michael would sweep down and uh, bring his wrath or the wrath of God upon a populace, which end are, of, of the receiving end are you on? So uh, is it the righteousness mm. of God? Depend, it would depend. I mean, it, and that's, to me, that's just logic. And so mm. when I wrote that, I thought, how is that, is that controversial? <laughs> and so <laughs> I didn't realize that was controversial, but I thought it just was logical to me. and be like, wouldn't that matter? Wouldn't it depend on who's, which side you were on, you know, if, if that was righteous sure. or not, and who determines that now regarding the fallen angels. And I, I'm going to be honest. I don't remember writing that much about it in there, but I did make that statement. So the statement, uh, I would say that's referring to, uh, again, we're going back to some religious beliefs that I probably grew up with um, that a lot of people have. And so yep. you can take it or leave it. Uh, listeners can take this and, and, and as I say, mull it over. If you, and if, if you don't, if you don't want it to, to mull it over, just stick a yep. pin in it or, or whatever you want to do with it. Uh, yep. so, you know, I, really what I was trying to say is I, I was trying to answer the question is do spirits have light and dark do all spirits have some light and some dark in them? Okay. And I came to the conclusion, and that would also get me to the question, answer the question of, does that mean that everything has some light and some dark, including spirit source? Okay. Which right. was interesting. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I, I had, I mean, I cycled around that one. I think I sure. Look was really late when I turned it in. <laughs> because <I was> like, <laughs> so, you know, and they're like, just. Get, nobody's going to get that answer, Michelle. Not especially not you. You know, <laughs> you know, she get on right. But but I, so I think that's what I, why I threw that in there is because I'm trying to I'm trying to get us to think about the light and the dark and the and because I reached the conclusion. I'm not sure if I'm answering your question, but I reached the conclusion that I used to teach that all angels and archangels had free will, and I don't. And other did not have free will. And mm -hmm. I do believe that they do have free will. Okay. I repeat what everyone told me and whatever I read in every book that I have over here on the shelf. And they all said, angels don't have free will. And I came to the conclusion in writing this book that all spirit beings do have free will. Do they choose to exercise it? They may not. And so that's what it was. And then that's when I spoke about the fallen angels. And what I mean by that for listeners, if you don't know what I'm talking about is, you know, that some were with source and then some went against source and then they were what were, were called fallen and they were no longer residing with source. 
would be right. so I I was always told that when you call on an angel I don't know if you agree, agree with this when I was trained be very specific about archangel because you don't want to call on a fallen angel I did hear that I don't know how you feel about that but I always kind of I'm a little bit more specific <laughs> you know or spiritual guides and masters you know I'm, I mean I know there's lots of ways that you can call them in what it, what are your thoughts on that? Right. So I, I think it's probably good to be specific, probably about everything, don't you? I mean, intentions yes. and everything, yeah. be as clear as yeah. you can be without getting hung up on it. And yes, you know, exactly. Was, I'd probably think I'd have to write a dissertation about, you know, about <laughs> yes. but I will say the one thing on, on just quickly that I did take issue with is I don't think that you have to know to kind of segue. I don't think I, I was taught that you had to know this was 20 years ago or something I, that you had to know a spirit guide's name or you shouldn't work with it. I do take issue with that. I just raised the question, okay. uh, do we? And I, because I think that came from, this is another thing that we kind of toyed with, with my um, mm. editor. Um, uh, we, we were told, uh, I think when you watch those movies um, where they're doing an exorcism or something, it's, it's if you know the spirit's name, you have more control over the spirit. So there's, mm -hmm. I think that's how that snuck in, that you have to know the name of a spirit guide. I'm going to tell you, I don't agree with that because a lot of times it's the reason they don't tell you is because you might not accept them right away because you might not be able to pronounce their name. So a right. lot of times I'll just call them John or something like that. <laughs> You know, it's more how I feel about them. Do yes. they? Control? Yes. Do they? Yeah. Are they abusive? You know, are they the right. of somebody? Are they possessive? Do they tell you they're the only spirit God you should listen to? Run. Right. Just like if I'm teaching you and I say the only person you should listen to is me, Michelle, and I should be your only teacher, you should. Right. This is the only book you should read. Run. You know, right. that is wrong well and and let's circle back so so people don't get scared that can happen if your vibration is low right michelle yes. right and that i mean if there's anything that you get out of this today is you have to keep your vibration up because then you're more likely would you agree to connect you know with source energy or whatever it is that you're looking for with it are you in agreement with that i mean you I do agree and i don't and I really don't think that it needs, I don't want to scare anybody because I don't, yeah. I really think here's what, I think the people who tend to connect with the scary things, Yeah. and I don't want to assign fault here. I'm not trying to do this. So if yeah. you connected with something scary, I'm not blaming you. But oftentimes the people who yeah. do are yeah. seeking it out. I mean, they'll come yeah. to my class. You know what? I agree with you, hundred percent. I love those scary things. You know, and right, right. They're they're into the darker stuff. You know, and let's face it, right? You know, and and I'm sure there's exceptions to that. And so, if you're listening, sure. an exception to that, I'm not trying to sign a fault to you. But in general, there yes. are often people who like they're really into this darker stuff, and and there that goes back to do you really want to toy with it because yeah they're not going to play by your rules your rules may be oh that's really interesting and really fascinating to me their moral compass is not yours and okay. you probably don't want to play with it like you think you do okay so if you could speak to your younger self right your younger psychic self and you could give any suggestions to people here on, you know, what's, what's the one or two things that you wish you learned or that you feel is absolutely essential for all of us to know. I, and it, it gets me teared up again. I know the very most important thing is how loved you are. You are uh, loved, even if you're different, it sounds so simple, but it's mm -hmm. so important because you don't feel as loved when you're different and you do feel a little bit different when you are sensing spirits and, and, and it, the fact of the matter is there may be a lot of other people who are too, especially the younger you are, because you haven't had that taught out of you or, you know, instructed out of you yet. And so mm. you're loved and, and you are unique. You are special. You are, but at the same time, we're all one. So mm. you are part of this beautiful collective that 
if you'll reach out, there are others and more and more and more people are talking about it. So that's one thing. And mm-hmm. the other thing would be is to, to go and find, like you've already said, to find someone that you can talk to. I mean, it sounds like you're the perfect per- person because you know about mental health and you know, and I do think, I don't think that people who have these giftings, because we all do on some level, but let's face it, some do, you know, some people have beautiful voices. We can all sing, but some sure. people start out singing better than other people. Right. And sure. so, um, you know, I think that somebody who really, it doesn't mean we have mental health issues necessarily, but it does make us feel things so much more deeply at times. And I think to have someone that we could talk to about those things mm-hmm. is very important. So to get my younger self, I would say those two, that you're loved and talk to someone. Mm, you are loved and talk to someone. Talk to, to have a mentor. And you know what? Even mm. my oldest self itself, mentor <laughs> someone and have a mentor. Yeah. Back, both ways. Yes. You know, yes. Give back and let somebody mentor you. Right. No and what and, and what works for one person might not work for another person. I always ask spirit, okay, what do they need? How can they how can we help them? You know, and it's always amazing how we get different thing, different suggestions for different um, people. Now I'm thinking about individuals, um, you know, where we can connect to religion and spirituality is through angels, right? So what if there's someone out there that maybe, maybe perhaps they are religious, um, but yet they do want to be able to call on their angels, right? So um, what do you suggest for that person? Totally. I mean, Come see you. It sounds like you're on the <laughs> Literally, there's a path to Soultopia of because of where we are. And they'll come in, they'll go, but you know, I'm a Christian. And and I will tell you, there are so many in different cultures. Um, I will say that especially certain cultures that come in my store, um, that they'll say, you know, Michelle, but that's that's where we get our politics. That's we I'm in the choir. And if I go in with a tarot deck and I'm like, then don't use a tarot deck. Why do you yes. need to just yeah. if that makes you uncomfortable? Put it aside. We don't need yes. to argue about that. We don't need to talk about that. Yeah. Put that aside. Don't even why does that have to be our point of division. I mean, just put that aside and yes. you, you go sing in your choir and, you know, well, you know, what if my pastor asked me, well, you know, you don't have to lie to your pastor, you know, go sing in your choir and enjoy your community because people miss that. I miss that sometimes. I want yeah. that community yet. I don't want to go to the certain churches or that are yeah. necessarily, I'm not cutting down the metaphysical churches. I, I miss that that gospel music. And so oh, I, I love the music. I mean, that's when I feel the angels, right? I mean, I really, when, when I haven't been on full disclosure, I haven't been to church in a long time, but when I used to go before COVID, um, it, it was the music it was the music. Cause I, I would say to my kids, okay, now the angels are going to come in. Do you feel them? Right. When they sing, that's the vibration goes up. They're going to come in now. Right. And I just sit there and just soak it up. Like it's, you know, like a nutrients going into my skin. And I absolutely love the singing and they put so much work into that. You know, the, um, the churches. They do. And and why does, why does it have to be mutually exclusive? Why? And why do we have to feel, and I did feel that way for a while. I felt that I had to choose. I had to choose. I'm going to, I'm going to go all the way here. I had to choose my relationship with God versus my, you know, doing, having my stores. And that is not true. Um, I'm telling you, it is not true. And if you're listening and you feel that angst, um, and you have to feel your relationship with whichever deity, if you want to say if a Christ, you do not have to choose. And that is not true. And please, if you Such ever a want good to talk, point. Please, no, yeah. don't you don't have to choose. You don't have to feel like you're segregated or that, that you don't belong there. That's such a good point. There, there are churches out there that will fully accept you. Right. So uh, we have to take another quick break, Michelle. Um, so uh, listeners, if you're just joining us, I'm speaking to Michelle Welch, author of Spirits Unveiled, a fresh perspective on angels, guides, ghosts, and more, 
More from Michelle after the break. Hang in there. From the vibrant soul of Sherrianna Boyle comes Just Ask Spirit on Dream Vision 7 Radio Network every Monday at 10 a.m. and 10 p.m. Eastern Time. Just Ask Spirit is a show that reflects Sherrianna's passion to get this world feeling again. Her belief, emotions are the gateway to the soul. Sherrianna and her lineup of best-selling authors, healers, and visionaries cover a variety of topics related to mental health and spirituality. Don't miss Sherrianna's remarkable insights from the divine at the end of every show. Sherrianna Boyle is all about empowering you. Her life has centered around mindful approaches to healing the mind and body. Her main belief, your emotions matter, processing them matters more. As a spiritual teacher and adjunct psychology professor, she is the author of nine books that can help empower lives from Emotional Detox Now, The Four Gifts of Anxiety, to Mantras Made Easy, and The Conscious Parenting Guide to Childhood Anxiety. There is certainly a book there for you. Find yours at SherryAnnaBoyle.com. Ever wonder what it's like to have your own radio show? Well, wonder no longer, because you can dip into the radio airwaves by being host for the day on syndicated Dream Vision 7 Radio Network. It's a fabulous way to get your radio feet wet. It's an opportunity to market your business, modality, or book. Have a guest, mention a sponsor, and take callers. Or you may want to facilitate a lesson by going solo. It's up to you. Listeners can be online, mobile, in cars with Bluetooth, or listen through Amazon's Echo by asking Alexa, play Dream Vision 7 Radio Network. For more details, go to DreamVision7Radio.com and click on Host for the Day. Open up to and feel the presence of angels and other loving figures in an environment filled with support, delight, and humor with angel intuitive Michael Andre Ford. Angels are happy to assist with all matters and shed light on your unique life path and opportunities. Mention discount code DREAM for 20% off when you register for Meet the Angels at Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York, July 29th to the 31st. Learn more at eomega.org. Welcome back to Just Ask Spirit. I'm speaking with Michelle Welch, the author of Spirits Unveil, the Fresh Perspective on Angels, Guides, Ghosts, and more. So Michelle and I were just talking during the break. We've, you know, for this last segment, listeners, some, some of you know that I typically will do this segment on my own. I'll give you little insights from spirit. I think today I'd like to continue this conversation with Michelle. I'm sure you're feeling the same way um, and give you some more tips, right? So that's our intention for this segment of the show. The, the first one that you and I just spoke about during the break was uh, a tip for calling in an angel, an archangel. So how do they do that? Okay. So I loved how you brought up the music uh, because archangels love music. So for instance, and this can tie into your loved ones also, but for instance, it, when you were talking about church, but wherever you are, um, if you hear a song and it starts mentioning something about angels, or if it even mentions a word, you can assign a word right now. If you're listening, just yep. think of a word that makes you think of angels. And it doesn't even have to be feathers, just oh. something love. It could be uh, anything you think. For of. me, it's a color. I see okay. colors. Okay. So, and think of what color you might want that to be for the day or for the week. And so right okay. now, think of a color. Does everybody have one? Everybody get a color. Everybody get a color. And then when you get the book, it'll tell you what angel that's associated with. Oh. Now we're going to wrap it all up. And if you hear a song or you see that color, that archangel is coming through to you. Okay. So they communicate through song. They can communicate through the color. Then even cooler, if you happen to see a feather, I just picked up a blue jay feather outside. No and way. The, the girl that was working the front desk, Mia, she's lovely. I said, Mia, this is meant for you today. And she said, you knew, you knew. So oh, that's so sweet. That. And so um, that would be a certain okay. okay. We're going to be real quick because we've only got a couple minutes. Okay. Uh, a tip for protection. Okay, so a great protect for for all protection. I love crystals, so I would say a good all round crystal. And this would also be that bubble of protection that I bet you've talked about and, and that your yes. listeners know. Um, but black tourmaline 
is a great. It's right around my neck, baby. Look at that. That is. Okay, quartz. (laughs) Yeah. But uh, one thing I want to say that I said in my first book, The Magic Connection, is sometimes we can't do it. So we use the, the black tourmaline. But sometimes if a black tourmaline can protect us and that it can transmute, diffuse, and, right. and deflect, guess what? We can do it too. But sometimes- That's right, baby. I love that. Okay, that, that's so true. I'm, I'm so excited that you just said that. Okay, final tip. How do you connect with the loved one that's passed? Okay, so in my book, you're gonna, I love the number 11. For some reason, it's all in the book, all, you know, 11 steps to this. So what I'd love you to do, whether your loved one has passed or you have a loved one right now that's living, you can um, go through this list and it's really simple. It's like, where would you, what, what song would they bring up? What uh, color would they bring up? Which we've talked about with angels already. Where would you meet them? What's what aroma? Because aroma is a strong thing. And it doesn't always have to be lilies of your or grandmother or roses. It could be spaghetti because they love to cook spaghetti. So there's this uh. list in the book. And it's really good if you would do it with a loved one that's are living so that when they pass, one of you passes, oh. you have it already. It also brings you closer together. And, you're, and I did it. I had a friend do it really quick. I had a friend do it with um, her mother who has Alzheimer's and her mother became quite lucid as they were talking about um, this. And she really got really happy sharing some of the things that her daughter could look for when um, she passed. Oh, wow. I love that. That's so beautiful. I think that's a great place to end. I think that's such a beautiful little spot for us to end the show on. Thank you so much. I'm, I'm so happy. I have your book. (laughs) Um, I I'm really grateful. I hope that everyone else goes out there and grabs it again. It's called spirits unveiled, a fresh perspective on angels, guides, ghosts, and more. So just get yourself educated and then you won't be scared, right? Then you can use it to your advantage. Um, Thank you so much for coming on Just Ask Spirit. Thank you. Thank Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, I loved every minute of it. And thank you, audience, for being a part of the show, for tuning in. And remember, your emotions matter. Processing them matters more. Head on over to SherryAnnaBoyle.com when you get a chance. I've got a cleanse gift there for you. And also, Michelle, where are you? Where can they find you? MichelleWelch.com. MichelleWelch.com. Okay, so check it out and we'll see you next time. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Join Sherrianna next time to continue this remarkable journey of discovering the amazing power of your emotions. Reach out to Sherrianna directly on SherriannaBoyle.com. Share your comments and ask your Just Ask Spirit questions. Until next time, remember, your emotions matter. Processing them matters more. This is Dream Vision 7 Radio Network, uniting mankind with universal love. Our shows are created from the heart, bringing each listener to a place of divine enlightenment. Breathe, relax, and enjoy. Let life flow.